You're listening to Heart Food Podcast, episode 101. Welcome to Heart Food. I'm your host, Ashley Pardo Ortega. This is a weekly podcast for introverted, super sensitive, smart, and deeply ambitious women who have a call in their heart that they deserve more. My goal is to give you more strength, freedom, confidence, and purpose in your life through the four different avenues that this podcast will be covering. Mindset, nutrition, health, movement, and cooking, business, sales, communication, and entrepreneurship, and lastly, spirituality and psychology. Be sure to follow me on Instagram and reach out to me at any time at Ashley K. Pardo. Share this podcast with others who you think might love it. And please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of Heart Food Podcast. It's so weird for me to say the name of the podcast now that I know that I'm changing it. But as a reminder, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, or if you are a brand new listener coming in to learn about online business, which is going to be what this episode is going to be about, I am changing the name of the show beginning January 6th. So like you might have heard last week, I am not changing my business, but I'm really going to be focusing a lot more on the personal development stuff and the business stuff. And to be honest with you, it doesn't matter what you struggle with out there, whether you are struggling with food, whether you're struggling with relationships, with business, with money, it all comes down to the same thing developing your worth and your self-esteem and making sure that you are running your life in the way that you want to. And most importantly, having the habits in place that you need to in order to move forward in the direction that you want to. There is an accompanying PDF to this episode. Um, I talked about it last week and the PDF is really for people who want to begin systematizing their business or they want to just get started in online business and they don't know what type of programs they need to run it. You really just need a computer or a smartphone to run an online business, but you need to invoice, you need to create sales and landing pages, you need to you know, write emails, you need to design stuff. At the beginning, we all can't outsource everything. Even to this point, the only thing I outsource is the editing of this show and my videos in my courses and the audio in my courses and Facebook ads. So because you will cry to, to trying to do Facebook ads on your own. And I don't even recommend them in the first year of business because first you want to see if your idea is even viable. But I wanted to do a two-part presentation of introduction to online business. Um, Oh, wait, the PDF. (laughs) Sorry, let me go back there for a moment. If you want that PDF, go to the show notes and you can grab it right at that first link or you can go to my Instagram bio and click on the link tree there and you can get it at the space that says get free business trainings from Ashley. But anyway, it took me years to get comfortable with online business and to even sort of know what I should be doing or how it works and You guys, honestly, for years, I would spend my weekends reading books about online business. I would take, I spent hundreds of dollars on courses 
And I think partly it was me avoiding doing the actual work, which is just being consistent and taking action. But I do think at some point that you need strategy. I think that you do need structure. And I felt so lost and I would literally cry because I knew that I've already mentioned crying twice on this episode about Facebook ads and running online business, but you might be there too. And the thing is, for those of us out there who feel like you have a calling in your heart, you feel like your current life is not the one that you want to be living. You know there is more inside of you for you to give the world. And to me, this business stuff is really about freedom. It's about alignment, about using your gifts, about being connected to yourself and connected to your intuition and your creativity. Like this is just like food, getting the biofeedback of your body and listening and seeing what works and what doesn't work. And here food and performance and training is important too, because if you don't do those things, it's likely that you're going to be held back in the way that you perform as an entrepreneur in terms of not performing to that optimal level and the way that your body feels the way that you think, but that'll be a whole other episode. So this these two intro presentations so i am doing part one right now today part two is going to be next monday these are going to be just high level actionable steps that you can begin taking right now and i want you to take all of these things into account and listen to them and if you have any questions about them just feel free to dm me on instagram if you need me to clear something up or if you had any other questions that you wanted me to cover I want to be here for you guys and I want to make sure that you feel good and honestly that you don't have to go through all the stuff that I went through as I created my online business because I probably set myself back years by just not being, not doing the right things, focusing on the wrong stuff and it's just a fact that we have finite energy and resources. So today I'm going to be giving you a, again, high level overview And we're going to be talking about why does this even matter to create an online business, your story. We're going to be talking a little bit about market research, creating content consistently and adding value. Like what does that actually mean? Then next week, we're going to be talking about problem and outcome. How to identify and speak to your ideal client, which is an Instagram post that I did today. We're going to be talking about direct response, copywriting, developing and marketing your offerings, creating signature courses and sales 101. And the thing is that many of us out there, and if you're listening to the show, it's likely that you're an introvert and perhaps, you know, obviously if you're listening to this, maybe you're an introvert in business. That's really who I work with in business. And I waited actually over a year and a half after I started business coaching to even put out any business content because everybody's a business coach out there and a lot of people are not operating in their integrity. So before I even talked about the fact that I was doing this or creating content around it, I'm like, I need to make sure that one, I can have a profitable business, which I did for seven years and still do in a different capacity now. But you know, I've been an entrepreneur since 2012 and an online entrepreneur since about 2017. And I, since the beginning of 2017, And it wasn't until the middle of, or maybe the beginning of 2019, maybe mid 2019, that I began to really see like everything was falling into place. I had been making money the whole time, but now I really feel like my business is a reflection of me and that I'm helping who I want to help. And if you're an introvert, the way that we do business is different. And you're all going to notice that 
much of business and introverts has to do with connecting on emotion and connecting on a deeper level, which is what we are good at. So first, I want to talk about why it's important to do online business. Like I say this all the time, what a time to be alive. You only need Wi-Fi and a phone. Everything else, professional branding, a website, the bells and whistles, all of that can wait. And that's tempting. It's like, oh, I can't start until I get my website and until I get my branding colors and I, you know, get all of these fancy things. Like, you just need to start posting on social first. All of that stuff's going to come later, but the hardest part is likely going to be the part that you're avoiding, which is the consistency in posting your content, whether that's through a podcast or through social media or through email, I recommend all of those and definitely video too, but go slow, see what works, see what sticks and don't fall into that procrastination trap of like thinking that you need another certification or you need, you feel like you need more information to start. You know so much. You can start putting out a post on what protein is or, you know, what are some good fat sources, how to shop at the grocery store, how to do a pull-up, how to do a forward fold stretch, how to stretch your hamstrings, <laughs> like whatever type of professional you are, just start at the basic level. So I, this was me too, obsessed with getting certifications and like, you know, cause that is easier than taking action. Obviously there are certain instances where it's going to be necessary for us to get a certification to do something or to be have a degree in something, but you can start where you are right now. And it's important to tell your story because people buy coaches and not coaching. So people out there are talking about the same shit. And, you know, business coaches are talking about business theory. Like business is business. Online business is still business. And like, yes, of course things change. And of course we need to stay abreast to all of that. But like, principles of business are classic. Same thing with food freedom and nutrition and whatever field you're in. Like philosophy, stoicism, like everybody's talking about stoicism. Now look at Ryan Holiday. If you guys aren't familiar with Ryan Holiday, you can find him in the show notes, his two books or his not two books. He has several books, but I'll put his Amazon page in there. He is saying things that have been said before a million times. And yet people are obsessed with his work. And it's because of two things. It's because of his story. And this is for you too. When you start getting down about like, oh my God, what if, you know, so many people are doing the same thing as me? It's oversaturated and everybody's saying the same thing. Like it's so noisy. It's only noisy to you because you're in that space. Nobody's going to really be familiar with You know, nobody's going to be familiar with the stuff that you're familiar with to to the degree at which you are because they're not in the same industry as you. So that's just something to remember that like you can do really good work and it doesn't matter how saturated the market is because not everybody's doing great work. So you just need to make sure that you are staying in your integrity and you are truly doing things in a way that are going to benefit your people. So this is great too, because we get to travel the world, work less hours and from anywhere, grow your audience, scale your business, charge more, do work that fulfills you. And like I was saying before, people are going to connect to, you know, obviously the content and the education that you post, but also you and your story and 
your voice, the way that you say things. And these are obviously like you have your story. These are things that you've been through in your life that you can tell. And I always say to share from the scar and not from the wound. So once you have already worked through something, some people process it in real time through social media and you know, that can be really tough. Like it's up to you if you want to do that, if you're ready for it. I feel better if I, um, you know, wait till I have healed through it before I post it. And that's how I feel good. But um, people are going to connect to both of those things. And you develop your voice not by waiting to see what your voice is, but you develop it by speaking and seeing what your message is. So the more specific you are with your story, the more universal it becomes. And we think the opposite. We think like, oh my God, I can't tell this specific instance where like I did this thing and it's so embarrassing and I can't believe it. But the more vulnerable I get in my business about my struggles and the stuff that I go through, the more universal it is. And when I share it specifically, the more universal it is because people can touch it and pinpoint it and it's tangible and they can feel like, wow, I relate to her wow, I want to buy from her. Eventually, people buy coaches, not coaching. So don't be scared to share those vulnerabilities or rather feel scared and do it anyway. It's the reason why people connect with you and they're going to connect with you so much more deeply if you share vulnerably, if you're real, if you show up on video, if you connect and you have an expertise. This is why being an introvert is an advantage because we are very emotional and people you know, let their emotions lead them And, you know, big point here, they buy with emotion. So a big part of online stuff is understanding buyer psychology. And introverts are great for this too, because they are good at connecting with people. And honestly, it's better to have less people who are truly connected to you than millions who love you on a surface level. So trust what you have been through. Trust the things that life has brought to you because obviously I don't think everything happens for a reason, but I think that we can explore what happened to us and then make it mean something and make it mean a lesson and let it change us in a, in a good way. Not maybe in a, not a good way because sometimes bad things happen, but I think that we can, you know, gain strength and growth from it. And that doesn't always feel great, but sometimes that's just part of life. So One of the most important things that you can do is figure out who your ideal client is. Get really specific here. We not only need to figure out their demographics, like the age and the way that they, you know, where they live and how much money they make and, you know, whatever, like all of those demographic type things. We need to figure out their emotions and their mindset and also their desired outcome. So what are the current emotions that they're feeling? Maybe it's a past version of you. So tap into how you felt back then and don't speak to your ideal client like you're speaking to your peers. You need to speak to them in a way that they are going to understand. So what are their current emotions, struggles, mindset, tangible, and what is their desired outcome? So I always use like food freedom and fat loss as an example because that's what I've done for so long. Current emotions there are like at your wits end, you're frustrated, you're just freaking fed up. You want this to go away. Oh my God, like I'm desperate for something. The desired outcome is then, you know, fat loss, which is, you know, I know we think like, especially if like you're an advanced fat loss coach, you know that much of, or like a health practitioner, much of the stuff 
of the benefit that we see has to do with mindset and real transformation, but the client is not going to understand that yet. They don't know all of these amazing gifts. They're just focused on the fat loss. So we can bring them in with that and then give them so much more and they'll have such a more rich experience with that. So tangible outcome that they want really list those out. It's typically in the realm of health, wealth, or relationships that we need to center around. Um, what do they eat? What do they do from day to day? What do they experience? What do they struggle with day to day? And what would their ideal life look like? And how can you help them get there? So how can you be the bridge between, how can you be the bridge between the problem that your client is experiencing and where they want to go? You need to paint those two pictures and speak to them in a way where they say, oh my God, she gets me more than I do. She gets me inside and out. She knows exactly where I've been and where I want to go. I want her to help me. So you see how there's lots of moving parts here. You want to pair that with your education and your experience. And you also want to pair that with your story and their story. You know, we want all of our content to not speak just facts. We want to relate it to our ideal client. So A lot of this has to do with trust. Like my mentor, Jill Coleman, always says, we are in the trust business. This is a trust game because we buy from people that we know, like, and trust. And trust is built over a long period of time, especially online. I don't care if you're a person who is like a super people person and everybody loves you and connects with you. Like you are just not going to have that same sort of effortlessness that happens with connecting with people online. Like I think automatically we already like, first of all, we don't want to be sold to, which is another thing that Joel says. We don't want to be sold to and we're always like wary. What is this person doing online? Oh my God, they're selling their online product. That's so weird. So, you know, this is, it's getting better obviously, but this is still the way that a lot of people think. So it's going to take a long time to do this. So I suggest you just start now with posting your stuff. And what are things that build trust? So number one thing is consistency. So stick to a schedule. I suggest daily posts on the feed, which is something that I am doing right now, posting very, very consistently. And because we want people to be able to rely on us like, oh, there she is again. I know that her post is coming Therefore, I trust that it's going to come and I just know it's going to happen. Like the show's on again. Okay, we're doing this. There she is. She's consistent. I trust her. This A lot of this happens subconsciously. And at the same time, if somebody doesn't show up, there's like a certain distrust there too, which is something that I have had to really come to terms with because I used to be a little bit of like a loosey-goosey person and kind of flaky and kind of like oh, whatever, I'll just do it when I do it. And that was why I spent so much time online not getting any traction because people just didn't trust me even though I had valuable information. So the next thing is vulnerability, which we talked about a lot. If people see you shed that skin and let your guard down and see who you really are as a human in person, they're going to connect with you. Another thing is just showing up consistently. Are you showing up on stories? Are you showing up on video? Are you speaking clearly and talking about what you offer clearly and consistently? The next thing is value and education, like educate your people. And really simply, it doesn't have to be rocket science. It can literally be, hey, here's how I make a salad. Or hey, here are five vegetables that are easy to cut. Or here is, you know, here's why calories in, calories out works for fat loss. Here are three exercises to build your biceps or your butt or whatever it is. Um, 
education. Your potential client should be able to spend hours on your Instagram page just learning. So that is very important. Another one is social proof. So that's why people post screenshots of other people's results. Like, have you gotten people results? Have you written in other publications? Have you worked with people? So people need to see that you have been involved with other people and you're doing that, you know, what you're saying you're, you're doing. And when you're just starting, this is why I suggest when you're just starting to start with a little bit less of a price point. So maybe you've transformed yourself or you just have a passion for it. So you charge less then. And then once you get social proof, you know, it, it'll be easier for you to charge more because you'll have that consistency of getting people results. The next thing is credibility and authority. So, you know, what education and degrees and certifications do you have? Do you have a graduate degree? Are you you certified in the thing that you are talking about? This isn't, I mean, obviously, if like you're a doctor or a physical therapist or a dietitian treating somebody medically with food, then obviously you need authority and credibility. But talk about your education and constantly be educating yourself and And again, not in a procrastinating way, like we talked about in the beginning, but read books on your subject. Even if you just don't want to read the whole thing, skim them, get ideas. You can do this for free from the library. You can get an app called Hoopla, which has library books for free and audible books for free too. So like there's no reason why we shouldn't be consistently educating ourselves. And if you want to be a leader in the industry, this is something that you're not going to be able to get around. Another thing that's in, you know, in trust and credibility is the ability to get results. And the last thing I'm going to say for the results thing, sorry, is, you know, why are people going to pay you if you can't get results? And here in this industry, it is very hard to stand out and it is very hard. Not, I don't want to say very hard to stand out. You do have to put in a lot of effort. So in that way, it's hard, but it is very easy to lose your reputation. So I actually had a really bad experience with a coach that I hired last year and it wasn't good. And obviously I'm never going to trust him again because I, you know, just, I lost my trust in him because he didn't say what he said he was going to do, or he didn't do what he said he was going to do. Another thing that's really important is to be polarizing and draw a line in the sand. So we can't be vanilla in the online space. We can but it's not going to benefit you a lot to do that because we we like people, especially coaches, who say the truth and speak with conviction and confidence. So the more controversial you can be, the better. Not controversial and like super controversial, but really be able to draw that line in the sand and say, like, literally write it down. What do I believe and what do I not believe? And here's why. And saying those things that other people are going to be scared to say is going to allow your content to get shared. It's going to help you be seen by more people and become a leader. So this takes time. It honestly took me years in order to do this. So I suggest that you continue to work hard on becoming polarizing and your voice will come in time, I promise. This, the next thing that we should be talking about is market research, because this is going to help us see, like, what do the people out there want? Because we can do what we want to a certain extent. Obviously, we have education and an expertise, but we need to do market research to see, like, who are the people out there that are doing this? So 
Don't be scared to communicate with your audience, even if it's just 10 people. And finding out what people need, what they're struggling with, and what you can create value for them around is going to be imperative. It's non-negotiable to find out the needs and struggles of your audience mixed with your expertise. And you can do this by doing surveys through SurveyMonkey or Typeform, IG polls or stories, Instagram has so many amazing things for people to interact with your stories and your posts. So you can also have a DM conversation with somebody and interview them. So if somebody is DMing you asking questions, you can say, hey, tell me a little bit more about that. Or if they say, hey, I love your content. Oh, great. What What's speaking to you the most? What was your biggest takeaway? So that you can begin getting a sense of what is resonating with people. And then if you want to interview somebody, you can interview a past or a potential client and just ask them about what they're struggling with, what their emotions are, what their mindset is, what their, the, their desired outcome is, and let them know that it's pitch free, that you're just talking to people for market research. And as you begin to have sales calls, the sales calls that you get no's in, like we're all going to get no's sometimes, those can be just market research for you to actually just talk to somebody, but we'll be talking about sales calls in the future. You can also do it through your newsletter, asking people to reply back through email, through your email list. And those are all really, really great ways that you can begin to do some market research, but I want you to keep it constant. Like I wouldn't be doing business coaching if it wasn't, if it hadn't been for people asking me for it for a really long time. So the next thing we're going to be talking about is copywriting. And this is going to be the last point on this particular podcast, but copywriting is really important. And when I say copy, I mean all of the words and writing that are on your media, different types of media. So in your email, in your Instagram posts, in you know sales and landing pages on your website, all of the wordage there is going to be, it's copy. That's what it's called, like an advertising. So copywriting, that's what we're doing. A lot of this is going to be writing and communicating, which is such an amazing skill to have because that's something that we all need to do. So I suggest here, don't speak at your ideal client. So in an example with sugar and alcohol, if you are trying to teach and educate somebody, Instead of speaking at the client and saying, many people struggle with alcohol and sugar consumption. They find themselves feeling addicted, unable to stop, and it's affecting their energy levels and mental health. Versus speaking to your ideal client, do you struggle with alcohol and sugar consumption? Are you feeling addicted, unable to stop, and find that it's affecting your energy levels and mental health? Blah, blah, blah. You know, something like that when you speak to them and make the post about them versus you, that's really going to help you get to where you want to go. So we need to agitate people. And I don't say agitate in a bad way, not hurt them, but we need to stir something up in them. We need to pull at their heartstrings, tug at them and say, hey, take action. Hey, I can help you. Hey, my service would be incredible for you. And really touch on that emotion, the pain points, and the benefits, tangible benefits of working with you. So we can't say better mindset, more confidence. We can say fat loss. We can say, you know, make more money, get more clients, get more patients, um, you know, get, find your partner, like something very tangible, like good digestion, better sleep. Those things are tangible. All of the other vague things that we know are valuable come later and that's going to 
that is what is going to allow the client to stay with you for a long period of time because you have truly transformed them and not just given them these tangible results. You should always, always, you should also always invite them to a call to action. Things like DM me, leave me an emoji at the end of this post, sign up for my free course, comment here, sign up for my newsletter, sign up for a discovery call. And Direct response copywriting, which is the copywriting that I talked about here, is very important because that's the type of writing that's going to allow people to directly respond to us, literally direct response copywriting. So that is going to be the end of this podcast episode. I wanted to just give you guys some tangible things that you can take right now and begin, and I didn't want to overload you with too much stuff. Next week is going to be part two, and I would love for you to tune in and listen to that one. And again, if you are a new podcast listener, I welcome you. I'm so happy you're here, especially if you are an introvert. I want you all to stay tuned for a special training, a free training that I'm going to be doing in January towards the middle of January. And then at the end of January, I'm actually going to be launching a six-month mentorship program for people who are interested in having a community around this with other introverts who are trying to make it in business and also just learn the freaking nuts and bolts that you need to learn and the strategies and the structure in order for you to get started with your online business and more importantly use the gifts that you were given use your creativity and again if you guys I'm feeling it right now like the muse the creativity all of it If you have that inside of you, trust it. Trust your life. Trust that feeling. There is more waiting for you on the other side. I promise. My voice is almost shaking right now because I'm just thinking back to like all the times that I was so burnt out and so tired just doing things that I didn't want to do and knowing that I had more to give and that I could and you're probably feeling this too, that I knew that I could change my own version of the world. And I could really, specifically for me, change women's minds to have more confidence and more, you know, make money and speak up and feel like they have a body that feels like it's home to them. To me, it's all really the same thing. And all of these themes overlap, but I want you all to stay tuned. Don't hesitate to reach out to me if you have a question or something that you want me to cover. I'm deep into content creation mode right now. So say hi, let me know what you need. I love you for sticking with me and I can't wait to talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening to Heart Food Podcast. I'm so grateful that you tuned in today. If these episodes resonate with you, it would be a huge favor to me if you could share it with the people you love and give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes.